Beyond the Real World Cameras. With Elizabethany. <laughs> it's Elizabethany. I'm back doing Real World Podcasts. It has been entirely too long. Had a little few minor setbacks, but we are starting with the Real World Las Vegas season today. This season, it's... I'm liking it, I think. We're having the chats every week so I can tell you exactly how I feel. The cast members, I like all of their backgrounds and exactly what they're bringing to the table. But today, I want to talk to the guy who's from my hometown, kind of, of Northern Virginia. So we're going to call Mike Ross, Mr. Mike Mike. Let's get him on the phone. Hello? Mike Mike? Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. It's nice to finally talk to you. Right? It's been, we've been trying forever, and I'm really glad we're getting this started. I know, exactly. I couldn't agree more. As soon as I found out you were on the show, I was like, Nova, what? But you, you say that you're from a small town. Listen. Come on. You apparently, you apparently have never been out to Parkgate, or never been down the road. Because we hang out with like the same 12 people, and that's it. (laughs) I used to party down there all the time. We just, it was always like the outdoor bonfires and stuff. It was kind of the country kind of partying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So don't you do that. Don't you put that hate on me. Whatever. We'll, we'll talk about that later. We probably shouldn't bring up any university battles either, should we? Uh, I was actually about to say, mm. my mascot might be a turtle, but yours is like a redneck with a gun. I mean, come hey. on. And he clearly looks drunk. So I'm just saying... Terps rule. Are you mountaineers? You guys are questionable. Are you trying to say that drunk people aren't cool? No, drunk people are very cool. I'm just trying to say that WVU sucks. So <laughs> we we were in the final four for best college towns on MTV. So <laughs> let's see where you come in. Nowhere. Touche, honky. Touche. <laughs> we're still better. Okay, just just beat it. If we play Duke, it's a riot. I don't want to hear about riots until you're burning couches. Fair. All right, let's get into the show so people aren't, like, confused about why we're fighting. Yeah, they're like, what the hell? I, and we really have never met or ever really talked before, so... We, I, I know. We're just besties. We are. We're just naturally besties. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So since this is the first podcast with one of you guys, I gotta talk all about first impressions. So when you walked into that house, I want you to tell me what you were thinking about each individual person. Okay, fair. So I was the first person there. So, yeah, so I really had it rough because... You know, nobody was there. I had to like stand around. Yeah, I had to stand around for like twenty minutes until somebody else walked in. It was it was it was scary. But then of course Heather walks in and she's this tiny little five foot nothing. A little doll. Yeah, this little this little like doll walks in and you know, she's cute. I enjoyed her right off the bat, like we clicked. She definitely seemed very intelligent. I really, really like that. So I was happy to know that there was gonna be someone, you know, that I'd be able to talk to about sophisticated things like <laughs> ideologies and such. I don't know. So I was excited. Next person to walk in was Leroy. I was a little concerned. I'm not going to lie. I thought that this big guy who was trying to act all ghetto and trying to act like he just wanted to run through women, I, I thought he was going to like beat me up and like make me his bitch real quick or something like that. I'm not going to lie. Even I've obviously never met him, but even through pictures and stuff, the, the first impression that you get of his just looks in general, and I'm not saying people are going to come off and say I'm racist or something. I'm just saying in pictures, like he comes off as very cocky and kind of like a D-bag. And it, that's, that's what's so funny about Leroy, though. It does kind of look like that. But the crazy thing about Leroy, and I just want to throw this out there because he's my best friend. He is my best friend on the show for sure. He comes off like that, but he's actually a freaking teddy bear. Like, the kid is so nice. He's so sweet. He will do anything for his friends. 
he's really like the farthest from, which is which is funny. I guess that yeah. The thing, yeah, the thing you got to keep in mind with all of these real world kids is that you don't judge a book by the cover. You don't judge yeah. a book by the MTV cover. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so Leroy, I thought at first, I was like, oh god, now he wants to room with me. He's gonna like beat me off and like tie me to the corner, you know. But no, it's farthest from. We're like best friends. We goofed around all the time. He's big heart. Adam and Nani came in next together. And right off the bat, just by like their look, you can say that, right? Yeah. 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 They looked like they'd be a couple. They they look great together. Don't they? Exactly. Exactly. So they looked like a couple. And I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. These two already know each other. They're dating, whatever. And then, you know, I I find out it's the farthest from. But Nani, when I first met her, I didn't think I was going to get along really with her at all. We And we joke about this all the time, Nani and I do. Like, the faces she makes sometimes, she she looks, like, angry. She's one of those she's one of those angry faces, but she's really, like, super sweet. Like, girls probably think she's a huge bitch. Yeah, they pro- right off the bat, first episode, they probably were like, who is this tall bitch? But, um, no, Nani, Nani's great, though. I love her to death. Adam, when he first came in, man, he was quiet. What? He said, yes, Adam, in the first, like... 20 minutes that we were there said maybe five things. Wow. Yeah, he was super quiet. So I was like, something is up. This guy, what is going on? Like, I can't believe he's shy and on the show. So Ticking time bomb. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, something's up here. But next came in Naomi. I think that when they showed, like, all of us walking in on the first episode, Mm -hmm. they did her the most justice. Because when she comes walking in and she's, like, doing her little hip bop and her head bop, um, you know, rocking the Ray-Bans and stuff, she, uh, that's Naomi. She's sort of like that little firecracker uh, who's, like, very New York City fashion, so she wears the weirdest stuff, you know what I mean? Super sweet girl. She went to Catholic school as well, so. Oh. uh, Yeah. Yeah, she went to Catholic school for a while, so. Right off the bat, I thought I was going to connect with her a lot more. So yeah. what about Dustin? Dustin, when Dustin first walked in, I, I don't know if it's just because he was from, you know, the deep south, so I thought that maybe he'd, you know, be a lot more like me. Yeah. You know, thinking maybe we had similar grandparents or something <laughs> like that. I, I thought him and I were going to be best friends. And as you as you saw already, we've we've gotten in, in at least one tip already. So. Yeah. Did you look around and think... Who could be the gay one, or did you know that no one was, or what were you thinking in that terms? It's so funny because um, when Lee walked in, he looked at me and he goes, "Are you gay?" He goes, "Do you like women?" And I go, <laughs> "Yeah." And he goes, "All right, you're rooming with me." And um, oh, that's so, funny. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really weird. But then everybody got there. All the guys got there, and we we were like looking at each other and we're like, "All right, who's gay?" Everybody said they weren't gay. And so then Adam and Leroy just started going on about how happy they were there wasn't a gay guy. And I was like, come on, calm oh, down. Oh, boy. <laughs> they, and they, they were just joking. They were yeah. just joking, too. But I mean, everybody already knows Dustin's past. They haven't shown it on the show yet, so we won't really get into that too much. But ugh, saying all that stuff and thinking, you know, no one's had any questionable yep. past, I guess. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's funny because... We should have known, really. We should have known. And either way, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You just got to make sure you handle that stuff the right way. And I can't wait. Big thing. I can't oh. wait till we see what you all's reactions are. I am telling you, be ready for it because it's definitely exciting. It was exciting on the internet when we all found out too. So. Oh, I, I can tell you in my house, I just kept getting phone calls. 
but we'll talk about that later. We'll do yeah, another one on that. For sure, for sure. So somebody asked this on Twitter, and I, I have to ask it. The girls, if you have to kill, have sex, and marry someone, or each one. Oh, uh, uh, you can't do that I am. Me. I'm doing it. Oh, uh, it, no. It's not like they're really going to hold this against you. You don't know that. Well, if they do, then I take full blame. Okay, okay. If they do, ladies, did you hear that? If they do, Elizabeth that she takes full blame. Yes. All right. I would probably kill Heather, bang Nani, and marry Naomi. Okay. That's fair, right? You know, before this conversation, I probably thought that maybe you would have, um, like, really liked Heather, kind of just secretly had a crush on her, but I guess not. Well, it, it was more it was more of a thing, like, after that whole truth or dare thing, right. I didn't want to step on Dustin's toes at all. Off limits. So, yeah, so I really didn't talk to her as much as I did other roommates. Do you know right. what I mean? It was more like I never really formed too solid of a relationship with her, you know? But uh, I, I don't know, though. The whole, I'm going to be honest. Nani, Naomi, it's tough to say which one I'd marry, in all honesty. Either one. Okay, so you came from a Catholic school growing up. Miserable. Um, and you talked about making Grandma proud. Has Grandma seen the show? <laughs> Grandma has seen the show. How does she feel about it so far? Well, you know, I call my grandpa every Sunday. I don't talk to my grandma too, too much unless I go to see her. Grandpa told me that, you know, she she thought that I've handled my, that so far I've handled myself extremely well and um, that they're proud, that I'm doing just fine. But I don't know if that's my grandpa being a good guy and playing <laughs> damage control or, <laughs> Or if grandma's really pissed. That's why I'm kind of afraid to go visit. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, the whole bringing girls in to read the Bible thing gave you some plus points. Hey, it wasn't the Bible. (laughs) What was it? It's funny. I'm actually, I'm really not that religious. After going to Catholic school, I tell everybody, I say I'm a recovering Catholic. A lot of people say that, actually. So Yeah, I'd say, if anything, it it almost pushed me away from organized religion as opposed to really, like, reeling me in, Mm -hmm. but... That thing that I read them was a prayer that my grandpa gave me. Um, oh, when I was, so definitely yeah, plus points. Definitely plus points. And it's just it's it's really a very simple prayer. It's just this soldier just runs through this like a list of all these things that he wished he had and all the things that he got. Then at the end, he goes, you know, despite my unanswered prayers. I am among all men most richly blessed. It's more like a state of mind. It's like uh, that prayer, if you were to read it, is me. So you're just trying to show the girls who you really are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that really how you always spit game, or do you have some other tactics? Uh, I'm pretty bad when it comes to game. <laughs> uh, it, see, and that's where you're kind of like Andrew from D.C. I, I'm going to be honest. He probably has a little more game than me. I don't know. I'm well, not, he's also it, had a lot more time to kind of gain it. You there know? you go. True. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I can talk all day long. I have no clothes. So I can spit game. I just can't close. No all clothes right. whatsoever. Yeah. We got we to gotta fix that for you. I know. I know. Deal. Okay. Let's work on that. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Speaking of first impressions before, I think what MTV is portraying you or was, at least in the beginning, is the kid who grew up in Catholic school, kind of quiet, the super conservative, whatever, but has... Not the easiest, like, growing up. Yeah. But it sounds like really all of you guys had a pretty rough growing up, so that we was did. interesting. But um, have they represented you correct? Because you seem very outgoing to me. A lot more <laughs> outgoing than quiet. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing is I am extremely outgoing. Um, but I, I, I do think that they did a good job of really capturing the essence of, of what happened. Do you know? Right. Going into Vegas, 
I am a very outgoing person. I'm extremely outgoing, especially when I know people. But Vegas just in and of itself was, was very, very intimidating. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, before I went to Vegas, I had never in my life been to a club. Oh, no. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, now I go to Vegas, and all they have is clubs. All I want to do is go sit at the bar, but you can't do that. You know what I mean? So just just the whole environment was really just shell shock for me. Well, tonight you get your voice. I, I have, I've always had my voice. <laughs> that's the thing. I am never, ever, ever afraid to stand up and to say what I think, even Good. if someone's going to beat me down. See, so. that's that Nova mindset, I'm telling you. It is. That because is, that's Virginians, and and as a whole, if I have a, if I have a problem, um, or if I feel like there's an injustice being done, I'm the first person to speak up. Got to get it off your chest. That's right. All right. That's one thing right. we're going to talk about that has happened: Justin and Heather. Did they really like fall in love that quickly? As it seems on the show. I mean, that fight that I had with Dustin was day four. Oh my god! I understand you fall for people a lot harder when you're with them all the time, but wow, that's quicker than The Bachelor, I think. That's why my reaction was a little shocked, too. You know, that's why I didn't get why he was acting so crazy over this. Um, you don't own her. <laughs> yeah, you don't own her, dude. It's, come on, I had finished a whole fifth of Jaeger by myself. I, so. I, I, I'm not mad about it. I liked that line. <laughs> good. Okay, good. That's why I was so like, what is going on? And And I don't know. I mean, I guess you just get two people together that have a perfect chemistry or that really, really like each other, and I guess that happens. But to me, it was to me it was odd. To me, it was really, really odd. Yeah. Almost weird. And did anyone know about Adam having this, quote, girlfriend? <laughs> no, we actually <laughs> didn't really know until he, like, had told Nani on the bus, like, when they were coming in, that he kind of had a girlfriend. Oh, kind of. And so, yeah, exactly. So we kind of talked about how he had a girlfriend, but he would never straight up say, yeah, my girlfriend. I think eventually he did. And you didn't know that he was dropping the L-bomb, I'm sure. I had no idea. I was like, So what? crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Poor little girl. She's such a nice, cute little girl, too. I was like, oh, man, what are you doing? Guys. You know what I've learned from oh, all of this? What? Don't take offense. But one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from this whole real-world experience, some women are very, very dumb. Yes. And, and vulnerable and will do anything go. for a little bit of attention. There you go. Yep, it's true. It's, it's sad. I, I watched it in D.C. for a summer. It's crazy how people will literally just, well, so, sorry for the pun, but fall to their knees for anything. <laughs> so, I don't know. But, wow, if you've already learned that, you probably a lot more uh, lessons coming on that you're going to learn throughout the next couple months. I know, see? I'm picking up. I'm learning fast. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up, but I'm so excited I finally talked to you, and I'm definitely going to have you on again. So yes. don't you worry about it. And when I come home, we're hanging. All right. I love it. Hit me up. Let me know. I will absolutely do that. Thank you, dear. Right. Hey, thank you. This was fun. Let's do it again. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. So that was Mike of The Real World Las Vegas. This week and every week, make sure you join me for the live chat during the new episode. You never know who's going to come in, but it's on lovelizbethany.com is where you can find it. And stay tuned because these podcasts are going to keep on coming. If you ever have any questions or anything, specific people that you want me to talk to, just tweet me, email me. All of that information can be found, again, on lovelizbethany.com.